All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, Broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. All right, if you're looking to step up your cocktail game or get just get insider info on seasonal releases, order online for same-day delivery. All you got to do is just go to specsonline.com because the fun starts here. That is Specs, official sponsor of the Sports Grind and an official partner of your Dallas Cowboys. 1-800-707-9760. All right, so uh, keeping it moving. Uh, yeah, so I thought that was very, um, you know, I know the defense looks totally different without, you know, T.J. Watt, but I, I didn't even realize that they hadn't won a game that he hadn't played. I can I, Obviously, it jumps off the screen to me that their defense uh, is not as good with him there. Uh, Facebook Live got Joshua Medina checking in, and he says, in their prime – and healthy who you got watts or bosa and i'm pretty sure he's talking about jj watt and i would still take jj watt in his prime if that's because he has to be talking in prime tj watt ain't even got really technically in his prime yet or he's bought he's kind of going through it but he's not even there yet so he's got to be talking about jj watt well i think it's actually a combination the brothers the dude in their prime. Oh, so if you had to take if you had to take if you had to take JJ okay. and put him in I his prime, you. and then now you've got you know arguably so prime tandem, TJ. I'm going. I'm going with the Watt brothers. Yeah, and, and I, mean, I think it's yeah, difficult to go yeah. any other I, way. I, I mean, first of all, Bosa in in San Fran is a lot better than his brother. No disrespect. His brother's good. He's not trash, but the Watt in San Fran is a lot better than his brother. Really is. I mean, he you know, he's dealing with the hammy situation. He got hurt last game as well too in Carolina. That's why they I mean they lost their corner, so I'm still going to ride with him cuz that's my pick. You know, that's the pick in August and I didn't, you know, and I didn't even anticipate their defense to be this good. I mean, I know they were going to be good, but I didn't know that they were going to be this good. Uh what Debico was doing with them. 1-800-707-9760. Also, what was the other NFL news and notes? We talked about Dak and and you know, Jerry making it known that, you know, pretty much he's probably going to be out um in general. Um also, I didn't I ran out of time. I didn't get to it yesterday, but I brought up the Patriots. And um and what's my man's name? Zappy. Okay. Yeah, Bailey Zappy. Bailey's I had no idea and even dawned on me this is the Western Kentucky quarterback in the last couple of years. Yeah, so the battle last yeah. year with Frank Harris over there. So he can play. You know. Bill was asked yesterday in regards to like, hey, you know, he's played good to come in. You know, they all remember they almost beat Green Bay. He had to come in the second quarter. Brian Horry got knocked out. And Bill just said, hey, man, I'm not going to do speculation right now. You know, I'm not really going to do that. And Matt, he's not even, he wouldn't even hear. Mac Jones wouldn't even hear. I'm not going to speculate what could happen. Um, the fact that he didn't say Mac Jones is a starter. Look, man, I will say this, and you know, this is family, Mac Jones, okay? He, he looked good his rookie year. Um, and before he got hurt, he looked pretty much decent this year. But there's some quarterbacks that are born, obviously what I'm about to say, a little bit different how they can handle things. And this is what I say. I'm not ready to write the book 
on Mac Jones yet because I'm a guy that likes patience to see build over time. You know, I you know stay nose to the ground and let everything just take that. That's what I'm cut from. You know, not trying to say somebody's a bust or it was a bad investment five games in, like some people are about a particular quarterback. That's on me. So I will tell you though that. Mac Jones might, because what I've seen to him when he was at Alabama, he might be a quarterback that really needs those like a borderline elite type of receivers and tight ends, like a lot of weapons, to really be Mac Jones and Mac Jones. Remember, the rumor has it Kyle Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. John Lynch wants the kid they got right now in in, in um, Lance. So. He, he's not chopped liver, but what I'm trying to say is his best we've seen has been when he's surrounded by a core receivers, a tight end. Zappy? Zappy could be one of those quarterbacks that like, hey, I might not be able to process or go through reads or pick up the playbook maybe as fast as Mac Jones or have the bike, but you know what? I can play ball. I'm more mobile. I can throw in the run, and I can just I can get guys open or whatever. And and evidently you don't. I mean I don't think Bill drafts you at that position if you don't if if you're not smart. He's you've got to be smart to play for the Patriots at really any position. Bill probably only show up for Wonderlick Resorts and then gets back out of there. Y'all go ahead. That's why they missed on some damn draft picks sometimes. But no man, this is this is something to watch. Okay. The Patriots, um, they, they've got Cleveland, I think, this weekend. They're, I'll tell you this right now. And I, I haven't looked at the spread, look, whatever. I can tell you right now, they're winning that game. And I'm going to tell you why they're winning the game. Nothing to really do with Cleveland. I mean, it's one of those situations. They're deep. Keep in mind, we can laugh about it. And I just talked about Campbell and his personality with Detroit. Uh, going into last week, Detroit had the number one offense in the league, believe it or not. They put up the most yards and points. Now, that could be maybe fool's goal, but I, we can only go by what the ranking is. Patriots shut them out. The defense and that. Now, I'm not – I told you, I thought it was going to get ugly this year for the Patriots. No one liked this whole who's offensive coordinator. But let me tell you why I think they're going to win that game in Cleveland. Because at the end of the day, Bill – look, they, he didn't say too much in the media and all that. But make no mistake about it. Bill knows what Cleveland did to him. Even though it was like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, he's a historian. They're going to play their best football going into Cleveland. Okay. Bill going to be, Bill going to coach them this week and have a game plan. Like basically he's still, Art Modell still going to be looking at the press box. Pissed off. They're going to win that game. And I think when they win that game, this zappy conversation is going to become interesting. He's done it before. You know, like, Bill don't care about contracts. He don't care about picks. Yes, Mac Jones is a first-round pick. If Zappi gets in here and plays this football and they can play complimentary football and they go beat the Cleveland Browns, Cleveland Browns is pretty much at some point controlled or controlled every game they played this year with their backup quarterback and, and Brissett. He just had some bad timely interceptions. 
So it, that it, that that would be impressive to me if New England can go in there with their third string quarterback. I'll tell you right now, he ain't gonna be he's second string now. Brian Hoyer, I know they bring him back because he understands the system. He can coach these young guys, Mac and Zappy. Zappy goes in and beats Cleveland. That ain't high ankle sprain gonna take about five more weeks to heal. Bill comes from the Bill Parcells tree, man. He will ride the hot hand and just tell you, hey, man, it is what it is. We've seen it before. Here come another story. How do we know? What, I, I forgot. Where they get Zappy? What round they draft him in? I think, like, he, he, I think he was a sixth rounder. Oh, my goodness. I can, I'll, I'll double check that. But he was a late round pick. It's not like he was up there. Has he done it again? Has he done it again? Has he stole one in the sixth round? And that's his guy. And all we got to do is keep building around. And we're back in this thing. You're going to have to have a quarterback in the AFC East. With Josh Allen. You're going to have to have Sorry, a court. Late fourth rounder, late number fourth, 137 okay. overall. That's still pretty good value if he turns out to be okay. Look, I ain't trying to put the kid in the Hall of Fame now. Okay, just play Detroit. But he looks very comfortable. And I can't name you, other than Aguilar, Aguilar, I can't name you one other receiver for New England. Jacoby Myers, Devontae See, Parker. And I couldn't even do that. And I do sports talk radio for a living. That's how bad it is down there, receiver. So if Zappy can come in and they beat Cleveland, and don't let it be convincing. Like if Jacoby get out there, start turnover, and next thing you know, it's halftime, and Cleveland got three points. I don't know. What you got? Just the, I think that I, I think you're may, maybe you're ahead of the curve. Okay. But I think that it's maybe a touch off though, because what you part? also I mean you have the the support of the running game. 161 yards on the ground for Stevenson. Okay. He only he only attempted 21 passes, 188 yards. It's a Cooper Rush line almost. He did what he had in in LA. So I, I don't know. I don't see him winning the game. Is what I'm saying. Well, let me ask you something. Since you want to, this, this go, is a very this, this very me, much so looks to me okay. like the well, Dallas game in okay. Los Angeles. Well, since you're basically looking at scores, I mean numbers, and you come from this analytical thing. Let me ask you, do you recall that I don't know how old you were then? Maybe you were in second grade. Maybe you were still uh, sucking on Similac. I don't know. Do you remember what Tom Brady's stats were when he came out and Drew Brees's, uh, Drew Bledsoe, excuse me, lungs were collapsing to his ass and he was sitting there in the hospital? You realize that when Tom Brady came out, did that wasn't Tom Brady. He he wasn't lighting it up with two hundred thirty. So when oh, you know. say the so when you're with when you are a New England Patriot, it's not really about the. It's about can you run this system and manage the game and understand to protect the football. Tom Brady didn't start putting up Tom Brady numbers then probably, honestly, maybe until after their second Super Bowl. Right. But I, so, I, I think that you're stirring the chowder up there in New England. I don't think this is a real conversation. I think this is the backup quarterback coming in, supported by the run game, supported by the defense. You get the Detroit Lions who are, who are, are maybe they're real, maybe they're not. Maybe they just, you know, they, they rolled the hot streak for a minute and the injuries are, you know, being banged up is just catching up with them a little bit too much. And then momentum gets interrupted or just flat, flat out, you know, you know taken away. Took, okay, you know it took. But I like you, Mac Jones. You, 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 first of all, you know it took a field goal, I believe, and a miracle for Green Bay to get out at Lambeau against this team to the Patriots. 
Okay, that's one. Look, I'm the one that sit there and said it was going to be bad. I think I picked them to finish third in the division. Okay? I was way off on them last year. What I'm telling you, and, and, and go back to your next point. Mac Jones, yes, a first-round pick. We've seen Bill. Bill has missed on a lot of picks, and they got he's got six rings. What I'm trying to tell you is Mac Jones – since he's got in the league, he had a good rookie year. Mac Jones has done nothing to jump off of the screen to be like, hey, without 100%, 1,000%, that's their franchise quarterback. He hasn't done that yet. Look how Jalen Hurts went from maybe being cut and waived and traded to basically he's leading, the, he's the MVP right now. So my point with that is Jalen has had his come. You can look at Jalen, that's their franchise quarterback. Mac Jones, I love him, Roll Tide. He hasn't displayed that yet. There is no time. Bill Bell, if, and I'm not telling you this is what's going to happen. I'm just telling you this is about to be a story. I could be wrong, but I think that they're getting that win this weekend. And based off of him coming in cold turkey as a third starter, what he did in Lambeau, parlay that with Detroit, which his defense has been bad now. I'm not trying to tell you Detroit got some stellar defense. But like you said, it was the running game. It's the way he did it. I'm not saying he came out there and threw for 300 yards. He looks comfortable. And he can move, and he doesn't look like the moment is big to him. You talk about me staring at Chata. Look, man, they going in Cleveland, put some logs some time, other than two to four, logs some time on the Wii up in Boston to see if that ain't the topic every day. See, they don't have the media like down here to just sit there and sit there and be like, well, hey, don't forget it's the 15th anniversary. Didn't y'all know? They got them on sale at H-E-B. They don't sit around and just act like the elephant root. They talk about like, hey, man, there is no handcuff to Mac Jones. None. I, I think he could, I, would I be shocked if he's the franchise? No, but do, has he, has he showed me coming from Alabama, knowing what he looked like in Alabama and knowing that, Hey, Kyle Shanahan wanted him now, whether it's because he's not good, good, uh, getting good coaching, maybe another year with Josh McDaniels would maybe you've seen that late. I don't care whatever it is. All I'm telling you, he has not jumped out to sit there and say they are on the hook with him. You got people thinking that it goes belly up for Pittsburgh this season. And with this quarterback class coming out, which I think is going to be deeper by the time we get to April, because I'm seeing on Saturday, there's some kids that can play and they might be their juniors. They're not really talked about right now because you have the dominant in Bryce Young and the kid out in Ohio State. But this is going to be pretty much a deep quarterback class. So you got people in Pittsburgh say, hey, man, if Pickett don't get with, with Pittsburgh, pick another one because they got to get it right. And I'm like, damn, they just spent a first round on Pickett. He's the first quarterback gone. But that's the type of questions you got. Mac Jones ain't bulletproof to that. I know he's not bulletproof. I'm just – and we know from the way that Bill Belichick has handled free agency and players wanting paid, no emotional attachment whatsoever, right? But I just think that we're speeding maybe a little bit on Mac Jones – um, I, I don't think that he's been bad enough to be replaced by Bailey Zappi. And again, I'm, I'm looking at the defensive performance. I'm looking at who. Okay, yeah, the emotional win over the over the Green Bay Packers, fantastic. You know, Zappi looked great. I mean, you can't take anything away from him there. Uh, but I, I think that you know, young quarterbacks, especially when it, when a defense game plans for one thing and ends up playing against a, a, a totally different thing, you're not ready for the skill set of the of the backup backup quarterback coming in. So I think that there's 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 a level levels to it. You could like I said before, you could be ahead of the curve on this. You could yeah, be, I'm not trying to you call could my, be in the yeah. crystal ball I, and say well, saying you know, ba Bailey Zappi no, is the next if, thing. Hey, you might be if, there. If, if I was trying to call my shot, I'll put it out there for you. Okay. I slap it right there on the table. There you go. Pause. 
I'm not trying to go ahead. I'm not. I'm just making an observation. I'm not trying to say Zappy's about to become, you know, the next coming of Tom Brady. I'm just telling you, this is like, I, I've seen this story, man. I just know how it works up there in that organization. It might only last a season. But if, he keep, if they play comfortable, he keep winning. Mac Jones ain't getting that job back until they lose. There's, there is no policy in Bill Belichick that says you can't lose your job to injury. Right. <laughs> and there ain't no – 70% of the reason why Tom left New England is because he didn't have a personal relationship with Bill Belichick. And the reason why he doesn't is because when situations like this come in, I ain't got no emotional talent to you. Frank Wright didn't sleep or eat for a week when they had to let go with Ursay. Say, hey, it's either your ass or him. Which one you want to go? Hey, Carson, I'm sorry. Couldn't sleep for a week because he was mostly attached to Carson Wentz. Bill Bellaton, like, hey, no. <laughs> no. It ain't like he was the number one overall pick. I mean, come on, they were due to take a quarterback at some point in the first round. They hadn't done it forever because of the Tom Brady situation. 1-800-707-9760. College, tomorrow, Baylor takes on West Virginia on the road. Oh, you know, I was real high on Baylor coming into the season. They were my Big 12 pick. Um, but just, again, the, the thing that's keeping – and I love their coach and what they do, and they've got, I think, the one of the best two running back tandems in the Big 12, if not all of college, quarterback position. Not really sold on the quarterback position. I think that's what's going to probably hold him back this year. Listen to the Sports Grind presented by Dos Equis. We're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the sports crowd. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the sports grind. Professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official sponsor. Sponsor of the sports crime. 
Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett Spin the one and twos. And this segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words are key to any perfect cocktail, and that is Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks. They're good for tailgating and transporting. Or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 1-800-707-9760. All right. So keeping it moving before we get to Mike's phone call. Um, switching gears a little bit. So we'll see what happens with the Zappy thing. I'm not trying to really go too much on a limb and, and things like that. Um, and, you know, I don't, did you have the that list put out? What was it? CBS that had the top eight um, franchise. I'll give you time to put um, get that together. I want to try to touch on that, uh, circle back to that. Um, real quick, while Jonas looks up for that, circling back to the uh, NBA. I know in the first hour I asked a question. In regards to who is going to be that last year, or this year's Memphis team. Okay. And me personally, I think that's going to be the Pelicans. Um, I can see it. They're not all the way, they're not all the way ready yet. Um, do I think they're ready to take down Golden State in the four out of seven? No. Do I think they're ready to take down the Clippers in the four? No. But I think that Zion being committed to his fitness and his health and being in shape is going to make a world of difference in regards to the way they kind of built that team and what the success they had off off of last year without him playing. So I definitely think they're going to take that leap to where they're really going to come on people's radar on a national level. Now I know people that follow the NBA really know that they've got talent. I mean, I'm not saying there's some best kept secret, but I'm talking about the casual fan. The people like, oh, Pelican's good now? Yeah. I think that's going to be that team. Um, also, speaking of the NBA, we didn't touch on it, but Golden State, they've made a decision. Steve Kerr in the front office has made a decision on Draymond Green. Um, and, you know, the decision was that they're that he's going to be back tomorrow night he's going to play in their preseason game and he's not going to be suspended now steve kerr you know is i've paid attention since he's gotten there and for him to sit there and say this is the most difficult and what do you say crisis situation he's had since he's been there that spoke volumes to me in regards to how maybe divided the organization was or really just the team in the front office about draymond green's actions but what it did show me it showed me two things by that decision because if i think about it first of all if i'm not mistaken they suspended him for calling katie a female dog on national television i think they suspended him for that but he gave pool a right hook and it's like hey man you see they i mean they took like the college way like Draymond, and they took the NCA. We're going to punish ourselves. 
We're going to put our own selves on sanctions. So Draymond just said, man, I'm going to go away. But let me tell you what that tells me. Tells me one, that tells me one, which I've been telling you. It comes to, and I think this is why Steve Kerr is torn. And I think this is what he means about the most, because I believe Steve Kerr was raised a certain way. You know, he lost his father, you know, early in his life. But he was raised with morals. And he was raised about doing hard work and doing the right thing. Okay, nobody thought Steve Kerr was going to have the career he did coming out of Arizona. Sean Elliott had more hype coming out of Arizona than Steve Kerr did. Richard Jefferson had more hype coming out of Arizona than Steve Kerr did. But he worked hard. And I think the reason why he's torn because he knows that him, the GM and the owner, they they all got in a room and said, Y'all know we're in the middle of a hell of a run right now, don't you? You know we're chasing history, don't you? And, you know, it comes down to where I think Steve Kerr's been around the game long enough. He's played for two goats in regards to Phil Jackson and Coach Popovich. He's played with the goat, Michael Jordan, in most people's eyes. And he's seen a lot. And he's seen teams. And keep in mind, he was on that Bulls team. That Reinsdorf said, you know what, man? I'm tired of Mike and Phil ain't give me no credit. Just bang the like, I'll get rid of the ass. I'll break this damn thing up. Y'all can't let me play with it. I'll break the toy. And that's what he did and broke him up early. Hey, this is the last dance we got. They were going to go on a run, man. The Bulls were going to win about. Mike would have had maybe eight out of ten if it wasn't for uh, Reinsdorf. Kerr's on that team. He knows that, hey, man, you know, you don't want to be the thing that basically breaks up the run. That right there caused him not to be traded or a lengthy suspension. And it also told you that how important Draymond is to what they do. I understand them two light-skinned brothers are, they, they it. They the foundation. Draymond, I don't know what he looks like on any other team, but Draymond on that team is the engine. And that's what the Draymond should have been suspended. They suspended for a shouting match with Kevin Durant. Not a physical altercation, just calling him a female dog in front of the whole world. They sent him, they suspended him. That said, hey, he's back tomorrow for the preseason. Supposedly they met with him. They had to bring Stephen Curry, met with Steve Kerr. They brought Stephen Curry, Draymond. I mean, they this this was when Steve Kerr says this, I know that this was probably. And I told you yesterday about Looney's comments. Hey, man, he's got to earn his trust back. And that's Looney. Looney's been there for both the different runs. But that tells me, like, hey, I get it. This night, but we're on something special here. Elo Cheese. Steve gets it. He understands his generation and how it's kind of different. And when he's there, that's what separates why I think he's right now currently the best coach in the NBA. Ask yourself, the San Antonio Spurs are in the middle of a run, four titles out of eight years, seven years. They're on a run. Somebody punches out Tony Parker. Okay. Let's say Bruce Bowen 
punches out Tony Parker. Do you think that Coach Pop is going to sit there in a meeting with R.C. Buford and meeting and basically sit there and say, hey, man, we're in the middle of a run? Nope. He's suspended. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just telling you that. I mean, in a way, some people might look at it, but that's the difference. No. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Phil Jackson? Robin was out how late last night? How many women was there when you knocked on the door? Dogs. Read the alcohol. Dennis, come on. Dennis is starting lineup the next night. Phil, do it. Pop? No. Chuck Daly? Rest his soul. He'd do it. He'd do it. There's been some decisions that's been made in this organization in the 210 that, hey, greatness. But there's been some alternate decisions, man, that a lot of other coaches and GMs and organizations wouldn't make, especially during a title run. Like leaving 40 or $30 million over in Argentina just sitting off of a gold medal, just sitting. How much they want now? Man, I'm not spending that kind who are we competing with? Oh, nobody. Nobody. Missions. Decisions like that. Have you seen the tape with him and Manu on the court? You see how they play? I'm not spending that. You know that's his best friend, right? Did you see that? No, I'm not doing it. Caterpillar and everything. That separate. I'm talking about in the middle of a dynasty run. Hey, five is five, man. But if you want to keep it real, five should be sitting at seven. Seven. Decision in Miami, tallest person in the arena, fans included. All you need is a rebound to ice to close the game. Tallest person is on the bench. Ropes out. Champagne, like, damn, that was a lot of champagne to put into the business locker room. I'm glad we done. Roll it out. Roll it out. Get it on the line. It's done. Oh. That's number six. Pay that freight of $40 million in the middle of the title run. Shaq's got less one. Kobe rest his soul's got one less. At least one. It's decisions like that to suspend Draymond Green or not in the middle of a dynasty run. Just marinate on that. That wasn't even on the docket. That was a freestyle. That was, I was top of say, the dog. Did you, have, did you have fun with that one? Yeah, that wasn't even on the docket. That was a freestyle straight up the dog. I was, I was in the booth with Tigger. Just spit hot 16 on you like that straight from top. Wasn't even on the docket. But moving on. Real quick, before we get to Mike's call, college. Told you some of the other game I really – look, Nick Saban says he expects Bryce Young to play. Hopefully. He says he's hopeful. Let me tell you something. Bryce Young doesn't play, they're losing in Tennessee. If Bryce Young plays, I think they're still going to lose. They have, I don't think they're, they cannot keep up with Tennessee on the road in front of 80,000 people without Bryce Young. This is a big one. I think this, I told you on Monday when I came in here, when I looked at it, I've had this one circled around and I've made sure I've watched Tennessee. I knew Arkansas height was all bull, but I knew Tennessee was humming on something in the last couple of years. And they got some receivers. They got a quarterback, and they, they can score. They can score. 
I think this is the weekend that Alabama stubs their toe for the first time in 2022. What do you got before we get to Mike? You, you still got? have the Crimson Tide favored seven and a half right now. I don't care. Midweek line. I don't care, and that's very that's that's pretty low. That's just that's that's just baiting people out in Vegas. After about two or three hurricanes, about five shots. But Alabama only seven. Yeah, man, put it down, bro. Gotcha. Stuck your hand in some. You know what? Hell no. Ain't touching Alabama seven and a half on this game of ten. Coming in, you don't know if Bryson plus even if he does. I mean, he's playing with something that's probably going to linger this season. That's going to be a tough one to win. That's going to be a tough one. 1-800-707-976. Let's go to the phone. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone in Fox South Central Texas and Waco. What's going on? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching that uh, Alabama-Tennessee game on Saturday. But I wanted to talk to you about the NFL, man, and the uh, the recent the, these uh, coaching hires and fires is going on. I, I, I don't – I don't like what I'm hearing in the NFL, man. You know, you know, um, when a coach takes over a team, you're taking over somebody else's ball players. And now, you know, you look at you look at your coach over there in Denver, man. This 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 guy's first year in Denver, and these people are raising hell about this guy's not getting the job done, and they might want to run him out of town after one year. Uh, you the same thing with you know the Carolina coach. Okay, we know he wasn't doing a good job. He had his chance to do something. He couldn't get the job, so he got run out. Ron, Ron Rivera might get run out of town. And here's the one that really makes me really the most upset is Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing record since he's been in the NFL, and now you got people in Pittsburgh and other places saying that Tomlin needs made me need to move out of uh, Pittsburgh. And um, and what I wanted to ask you is, what do you think? Uh, don't you think that a coach should be given at least three to four years to get his program on track before you can even consider uh, moving this guy out of town? And and I mean, I mainly want you to say something about Denver because I know that's your team with with the people wanting to move him out after one year. And I thank you for taking my call today. All right, Mike. Um, well, first of all, the reality, I've talked about this before. I mean, I'm kind of old school, so I think technically I grew up in an era where most coaches uh, really got – most coaches would get the minimum of four years. I mean, guys used to be around – and I even, I'm talking about the middle-of-the-road coaches. I mean, they would be around for about five, six years, maybe five before they got fired. The reality of it is I think in this new era, I would like four, but I think the reality, and I'm cool with it, I think three. I think in your third year, you've got to really show a leap. You know, you could have dealt with injuries your second year. You could just be your first rookie year. There's a lot of factors. But I think right now, I think Matt Rule's situation was fair. And I think that pretty much, I think, three years. Okay? you got to go through three years. Um, in regards to the, you know, Hackett situation, look, man, I've told you, Denver could go, they could win one more game this year. And unless Sean Payton wants to coach Russell Wilson, I'm not down firing Hackett. They could go two, they could go three and fourteen. And I'm telling you, look, seventy one million on the bench, man. Everybody's banged up right now in the NFL. But Denver's in a different tax bracket. <laughs> ain't, these other injuries on the team. There ain't no team out there. NFC AFC got 71.4 million on IR. Now I ain't making no excuses because you got to go out there and get what you get. That's where either you got depth or you don't. And I don't know how much depth this team got, especially not at the offensive line and the pass rush situation. Even thing I think uh, Browning, the kid from OU, he shined last week against the Indians. It wasn't on him, you know. But I just feel that the whole noise, it, it, no, 
The only exception is if you think you get into Sean Payton tell you, I want to be in Colorado. And I would call Mike Cliff and say, hey, tell Hack, you need any help? I got boxes. Say, sorry, man, you're going to land on your feet. You don't help anybody move. And yeah, and I don't. But Sean won't come to Denver. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah, <laughs> I got some boxes I'll send down there. Other than that, ride with it. You got to, man. You can't just keep burning through coaches. They're going to turn it around. They're going to, I mean, they're going to get things going. They're banged up. Look, Russ, I don't like the way it was released because it looks like you have an excuse. Russ got a partial torn lat. He's dealing with. After the Colts game, he flew out to LA to get some plasma treatment. I'm hearing it looks like he was dealing with that. Now, I don't like the way it came out because it didn't come out pregame and it looks like it's excuses being made. But it is what it is. Hopefully, they get it done. And they turn it around. In regards to Tomlin, that ain't that's noise. Whoever talking down in pit, they crazy. Okay, that's that January sixth group probably talking about that. That's 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 them down there. If they talking about Mike Tomlin needs to go, they having beers with Jack Del Rio and Happy Hour. All right, come on, man. That's Mike Tomlin, man. Look, and I've been critical of Mike. He just he lost a Hall of Fame quarterback. He ain't had a quarterback in two years. Let's just keep it real. Ben has been a shell out there for damn near almost the last three years. Definitely two. And we question this man's job? Go ask. Uh, let me see here. Who can I put? Go ahead and ask uh, Don Shula. How was it like? Oh, no. Better yet. Go ask Jimmy Johnson how it was like when he showed up. Like, that was coaching Dan Marino. But when Dan had to go to that ski boot, had them Achilles and go, how good, how long? Go ask Denver fan how long it is to replace John Elway. They still ain't replaced John Elway yet. Peyton don't count. They still haven't replaced him through draft. Miami, that's why Tua is such, that's the first one. They, they didn't replace Dan Marino since Tua. Tannehill? Come on. All he does is hand off. That's right, Adam. He does. But no, man, they talking about Mike Tom. Get out of here with that. Man ain't lost less than nine games. So what if this is the year the streak gets broken and they want to fire? Yeah, tell you that. I, I know I know who's casting them ballots. I know who's, who's pulling them votes. Baseball tonight, man, you Darvish and Clayton Kershaw. You know, Kershaw's had some bad juju in the postseason. But, you know, Padres, if I'm a Padres fan, you just want them to get it to back to San Diego. You got them, and I think we've got a weather delay in Phillies um, in Atlanta. That's the behind schedule. Speaking of that, you know, uh, Tyler Skaggs, former pitcher of the Angels, his form, former Angels employee got 22 years in prison for aiding to his death. And what I'm hearing is that he was only going to get 20. And then basically in a recorded call, like in jail, like, man, I ain't did a bit in my life. And even I know if these phones are recorded, he's sitting there be like, oh, well, maybe his parents can get some money, collect some money because he actually sucked. Judge threw two more years on it just because of that comment. Wow. Wow. Sad situation there, but 22 years sentenced in prison. Yeah. That's going to send a message to some of them other carriers in the big leagues that they still pushing. I'll tell you that. All right, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett spending the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people up in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning before you hit the snooze button and before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding? Peace. See you tomorrow.